Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 120 of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast. My name is Chamberlain of InfiniteBacklog.com. Joining me this evening is Chance of the games of Chance.blogspot.com. Chance, I heard you watched a movie over the weekend. I did watch a movie over the weekend. And I heard it was kind of a, a big movie. It was a large movie. It was two and a half yeah. hours. Ah, it, it tra- a- yeah. Tragically, our movie guy, Alex, is not here tonight. He's working for the man. And I'm kind of doubly distressed that Alex isn't here tonight because I've I've been watching Barry on, I think it's HBO. Okay. Uh, okay, Bill Hader. Remember Bill Hader on Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Bill Hader is producing his own half-hour dark comedy show for HBO. <laughs> okay. Uh, the titular character, Barry, is an ex-Navy SEAL, I believe. No, he's an ex-Marine. And the only person he's really got in the world is this old army buddy of his dad's. The old mm-hmm. army buddy of his dad's, played by a great character actor whose name I don't know, um, is exploiting Barry as a hitman, basically. Oh, jeez. Okay. But Hence Barry, the dark comedy. <laughs> but Barry is a very, very nice guy, and um, but he's, you know, there's something. He's not really involved in anything. He's just kind of existing, and he gets sent out to do a hit in L.A. And he ends up in tracking his uh, target. He ends up stumbling into um, an acting class taught by, remind me, Henry Winkler. Seriously? Taught, taught okay. by Henry Winkler. And not like Henry Winkler, the person, but a character played by Henry Winkler. Okay. And so it is It is simultaneously kind of a takedown of the dehumanizing system that L.A. is. And this, like, it, it's a really kind of morbid but really funny dark comedy that I want to say gross point blank but I don't feel that's close enough to like the tone that the show is hitting and I feel like Alex would love it I am really enjoying it like every episode is like a dark action comedy there's a moment of explosive action and there's a lot of really dry humor throughout like it's <laughs> I love it I love that oh. show very it's it's up your up your alley then what you're saying it's it's very much up my alley and the more I watch it the more up my alley it is also Thirty Rock's pretty good but yes I did see Avengers okay I think we are safely far enough past that we can speak in general no, terms no I'm not going to spoil we're not going to no talk no but I, I'm not no, I'm not talking with specific specific spoilers but we can talk about you know how there are some sacrifices in the movie. How about that? How about no, that? there's not. I don't believe that there are. I believe well, okay, that by the end of the I, I next movie... I haven't seen it. All, all, all I did was read the Reddit um, yeah. spoiler thread. I so. believe that at the end of the next movie, any anything that may have gone wrong in this movie will have been rectified. And and the people who are expensive, whose contracts are ending at the end of the next movie, may not be around anymore. Well, I... I let's... Whatever. Either, <laughs> either way, the, the movie itself, I was like... I was actually really impressed that they... There was two main plot lines. They were easy to follow. There was one ancillary plot line uh, that was that had some real payoff to it, and both plot lines were really easy to follow. And the whole movie was like, "Wow, this is a really fun, well choreographed uh, fight." And then, "Oh man, that's crazy!" And then, "Wow, this is a really well choreographed fight. I'm really enjoying this." Oh, that's funny. Wow, this is a really well choreographed fight. Huh. That's the whole fucking movie. And then up at the very, very end, it does become that classic Avengers, let's have all the superheroes fight against an army of CGI monsters thing, which yeah. I'm pretty bored with. But the rest of the movie was amazing. Even the end, and the end was certainly powerful. Even though I know this is all going to get undone because comics, it was it was very affecting. It was pretty fucking good. I will say this is the best action movie Marvel's ever made. Ooh. I don't think it's the best story or the best film. I can't really say that... Th- 
Thanos is the best villain after Killmonger, but he's he's up there. He's definitely up there. He has an amazing scene with uh, Zoe Saldana uh, about halfway through the movie that really turns his character around and really kind of rounds him out and makes him more um, more tangible. He's not just this giant, super powerful purple dude. He actually no. got some meat to yeah. the character. Yeah, and Josh Josh Brolin does a really good job. Um, yeah, no, he finally, we finally get to see Josh Brolin actually do something in one of these movies, and that's cool. <laughs> so, how long until the next one? Because the next movie is actually Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. And then, is that it for this year? Um, well, I don't keep too, too much uh, up on yeah, Marvel, neither do but, I. I but mean, I'm I... pretty sure that between now and Avengers, we're also going to see the Captain Marvel movie starring Brie Larson. Oh, yeah, which is, which is, okay, never mind. I, was gonna I say love Brie Larson. So, but I had thought I had heard that the Captain Marvel movie is actually going to be set in like the 80s or 90s. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it, it's not like modern, it's the same character because Captain mm. Marvel is not human. Yeah. But they can age it backwards and do a kind of a prequel-ish, which sounds interesting. Yeah, I mean, it worked for Captain America. Yeah. Yeah, it worked for yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah, absolutely, let's do it. Yeah, could be cool. Could I can be dig cool. it. I can dig it. All right, so that that was two and a half hours of it just action. Off. Yes. So I saw a movie yesterday that was half that length. Oh, wow. But was still quite enjoyable. I saw A Quiet Place. Hmm. And I will say that it is not a horror movie because there's no gore. And it isn't, it's never really frightening. It's a monster movie that is incredibly tense. I took my wife to see it. She saw about half of it. The other half she was buried into my shoulder because she just couldn't bear the tension. An incredibly tense movie. And I can't say much about it without giving it away, but there are beasties that look a lot like the Demogorgon from Stranger Things. Oh, really? So, yeah, the beasties aren't really the... They're not really the point. I mean, they're they're there as a as a, as a utility or a dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole idea is these beasties hunt by sound. Mm-hmm. and are basically invincible. And they have decimated society to the point where everybody's on their own, and there are very, very isolated pockets of humanity, to the point where you don't see anybody but the main four characters for the entire movie, save for one scene that's spoiled in the trailer, which kind of sucks that they gave that away. So you just have this family of four. You had a mom and a dad and two kids. And, and it's, they... um, who's the actress? Um. Um. Uh, she was Emily Blunt, right? Yes, Emily Blunt. Yes, it's Emily Blunt and her husband. Mm-hmm. Her Who's husband the director as well? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And somehow Emily Blunt is pregnant for most of the movie and still a badass. I don't hmm. know how she does it, but she's got a great moment at the end where it's like, oh yeah, I remember that from the Tom Cruise movie. Um, <laughs> but th- that's it. It's just the four of them have figured out how to survive without making any sound, and then everything goes to shit in the last second half of the movie everything anything that can go wrong does go wrong it's it's it was a tremendous amount of fun but it's the kind of movie that if you begin to pick at it intellectually it falls apart so like so, see now i wish i had seen it so that we can discuss it's, this shit you you need to just simply accept what's happening on the screen total suspension of disbelief because as soon as you start thinking about it going really these monsters they, the the military couldn't take care of the monsters or why didn't they just live underground? Or, you know, if you start logicking it out, it falls to pieces. But if you take it for what's just being displayed on the screen, it is a tremendous date movie because the girl will be in your shoulder or on your lap for half of the movie because it's just so tense. Hmm. And 
you know, Emily Blunt was awesome. I don't know what else that the actor has done either as an actor uh, or director. He was the first season of Community. Okay, well, yeah. there he's got some he's got some chops then. He was the hot guy in the first. Oh, no, not Community, Parks and Rec. Okay, there you go. Okay, um, and I, I will say that the child actress who plays the daughter, the oldest of the kids, is actually deaf. Oh wow! And that becomes part of it, and she's really good. She's got like the sassy fourteen-year-old down to a T. You just buy it. Hmm. She, she's she, she is somehow signing like with attitude <laughs> <laughs> and you buy it and it's awesome. So I, I don't necessarily know if it's a got to see it in the theater movie, but if it comes around on Netflix or yeah, if, you, know, you see no, it somewhere, it's, it's definitely one I want to check out. Yeah. It, it's, it's definitely worth a watch. And if you can watch it with somebody to see if someone to hold on to while you're, while, while it's kind of ramping up. Cause once it starts, it doesn't stop for a good 45 minutes hmm. and it's got kind of a non ending that I loved. Hmm. But my, my wife's like, that sucks. I'm like, why? The story is done. She's like, what happens next? I'm like, it doesn't matter what happens next. That story is done. So it doesn't make the mistake. Did, did, you, did you ever get around to seeing 10 Cloverfield Lane? No. Okay. That movie is great except for the last 15 minutes. It doesn't have the sense to end when the John Goodman character is done. It tacks on 15 minutes that will be, that will be like happy in an M. Night Shyamalan movie that don't need to be there. This one has a sense that when the story of this family is complete, when it reaches a natural endpoint, it actually just ends. Yeah, but the 15 Cloverfield Lane thing, as to my understanding, okay, so <clears throat> we're going to spoil 15 Cloverfield Lane. And again, I haven't seen this fucking movie, but the yep. deal is this woman wakes up in a bunker with John Goodman. I think there might mm -hmm. be someone else in there. And John yes, Goodman's like, you can't go outside. There's monsters. And she's like, uh, no, nah, I think I'm just going to leave. He's like, no, you can't. You're locked in. I've changed you up or some shit. Yep, and then yep. the next 90 minutes is, wow, John Goodman's fucking crazy. We got to get away from this guy. But at the end of the movie, she gets out and she realizes, oh my God, there are monsters, but she's going to go up there and she's going to fight them. And she's going to survive and what and, it actually is is the origin story of like a lady superhero see and that could have worked without the really stupid 10 minute battle of her against like a spaceship oh it could have worked with just like a reveal of a beastie or maybe seeing something in the distance or maybe seeing the destruction yeah, no, 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 no there's an actual really it's the thing is it's not a good fight oh it's gets dumb oh. and the John Goodman character is not there anymore so and he was the highlight of the movie, so come on. Hmm. So I, well, again, I'm all for I'm, I'm I'm all for movies ending, you know, at a, at a natural endpoint. And this this one did that. It stopped and it's done. And the credit roll, credits roll, and she's like, "That's it." I'm like, "Yeah, that's it." I do want to see it. It's but, good, and 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 it, it surprises me for the kind of movie it is. It's being reviewed very very well. It did get it's, reviewed very well. Yes, it's like an 85 or, or something on, on on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not the gospel of this, but it's. You would expect a glorified monster movie to get panned, and it's not. It's it's being, it's it's it's. it's I don't think it should be oversold. It's <laughs> not the greatest movie you've ever seen. It's not a great horror movie because it's not gory at all, which is why I enjoy it because I do not like gory movies. Mm -hmm. But it's just I just had fun for ninety minutes, and even I got tense in places. I was um, there, there's a guy in my work who actually saw a Quiet Place, and he loves horror movies. Mm -hmm. And when I say this guy loves horror movies, what I mean is like when I'm sitting at my desk, I have music playing. Um, now I'm not a normal guy by many metrics, but when I sit at my desk, I have music playing. This guy has The Conjuring playing. Oh God! On his iPhone, like Just I'm sitting, to it. I'm sitting there working, and you're hearing like children scream their lungs <laughs> out, you know. <laughs> Because they're being attacked by a ghost or some shit. So, and and he, uh, I think he was a little disappointed. He wanted more like uh, 
kind of schlocky horror from it. Yeah, it's... But just the fact that he didn't like it kind of turns me on to it a little bit, because he tends to, I don't know, like like lurid stuff just for its own sake. Like, he's also the type of guy who'll walk up to you with this disgusting food that you can't believe that people actually put in their bodies and say, you want some? <laughs> and I'm like... It's awful. You want to try it? And no, no, no. He doesn't think it's awful. He thinks it's amazing. Oh, He oh, just tries the weirdest, weird. the okay. weirdest shit. And he knows that I hate the smell of sardines, so he will come up behind my desk while eating sardines out of tin. Just stand there breathing on me while eating See, fucking sardines. that's a super dick move. Yeah, no, he's, I've, I've pointed out to him that some of the things he does are really just like juvenile bullying shit, and he uh, points out that I'm ethnically Jewish. Anyway, <laughs> at the same time, wow. if there was any guy in my office that I would say that I actually kind of love like a brother, it is this guy. He's a really good guy. Okay. But he definitely has the dick in him. Like he's, he, got some, he's got some foibles. He does. He does have some foibles. <laughs> Speaking of foibles, every review that I saw for Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Okay. Um, and uh, I've seen headlines in the past week that Tropical Freeze is actually the best Donkey Kong Country game. Here's the thing. I've played the other Donkey Kong Country games. Specifically, I mean, really, the the most important one to me is the first one on Super Nintendo. Yes. I thought the subsequent ones weren't quite as perfect as that one was. No. Uh, I definitely think the one that came out for Wii... I, forget, I, even, I don't even remember its name. Was um, that the, the Bongos one? No, no. It was one where you, if you wanted to attack, you had to waggle the, the Wiimote. Oh, God, fuck that. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. So I, I thought that that was absolutely terrible. And this feels very much like the Wii Donkey Kong Country. Um, and so for me, in a lot of ways, that's really disappointing. I think, I think the art direction of this game isn't as good as the ones Rare did back on the Super Nintendo. It's just straight the art direction. Every now and then it goes into a really cool kind of silhouette thing. And when it does that, it's suddenly beautiful. But when it's actually showing you this is how good the graphics we can make is, the actual art of it is just not very beautiful. It's like that fourth Sly Cooper game. Oh, yeah. Where, like, yeah, it's certainly colorful, but it's not, it's not, like, really a lovely game like the old PS2 games were. Hmm. The platforming itself just doesn't feel good to me. It feels, it feels floaty and shifty, and it doesn't, um, it doesn't feel tangible at all. Uh, this is, this is a platformer where the act of running and jumping to me at least, is not fun. And maybe that's because I stayed away from Nintendo games for a long time. But, you know, I came into uh, Super Mario Odyssey and had a ball. Love that game. Yeah, that's you good, played it all the way through. I yeah. played the fuck out of that game. That's a really good, that's a really good platformer. This game is not. I, I don't is, understand where the reviews are coming from. It's by one. Retro, isn't it? Retro Studios? That sounds right. Remember correctly? Sounds yeah, right. yeah. Refugees of the Metroid games who aren't making Metroid Prime 4, I don't think. I'm not sure who's working on that. So it surprises me, but I, I read somewhere that they really wanted to make this game, like way back in the day, and they got pulled off to make Metroid Prime 3, and so they're finally getting their shot at it now. So, hmm. hmm. Well, not every Nintendo first-party title is going to be awesome. Well, in my experience... <laughs> <laughs> most of mo- them aren't! <laughs> most of them aren't. And, yeah, I don't, don't get it. Uh, what else did I play? I played a little bit of God of War... Played some Overwatch with my brother over the weekend, and my first game on Rialto, my first ever game on Rialto, I was playing Mercy, and uh, just it's fantastic. I just basically pocketed our junk rat the entire game, 
And, you know, like I keep everyone healed off and they don't even make it to the second checkpoint. In fact, hmm. did they even make it to the first? I'm not even sure they made it to the first checkpoint. Jeez. We just, we just locked these motherfuckers down. And then for some reason I felt, I felt like I wanted to try out my tracer on the next game. And I had an amazing tracer game. My first tracer game on Rialto. It was absolutely spectacular. I was doing so well that they pulled out a counter junk rat, uh, who I just shoved the guy's face at every time he approached me. <laughs> it was spectacular. And then um and then I ended up getting play of the game and I C9 the payload to win the game. Oh jeez. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. And uh there was a really good King of the Hill game where I had started out healing actually. But the enemy team had a Reaper and I think it was a soldier. They were just amazing. These guys were absolutely amazing. They were playing like diamonds. And I didn't look at the rank, but fuck, they were good. Mm. And they were absolutely keeping us shut down. So round two, I bring out my tracer. And we win round two. But it is a hard fight against these two. Like, they're okay. really good. Round three, they come out with a McCree, who is mm. a counter to tracer. And a Bridget, who is a hard counter to tracer. Counter tracer, yep. And a Junkrat. Who's a counter to Tracer. <laughs> so I'm feeling pretty big in my britches uh-huh. by that point. And I start every team fight uh, by coming up beside the Junkrat as he goes into the team fight <laughs> and, and killing him and then coming up on their supports and taking out their supports. And we win. And by the end of it, that Junkrat was just terrified of me. It was really, really good. It was they really tried good. tried to counter you and it didn't work. Yes. So no I, was, dice. I had a lot of trepidation going into Overwatch this last weekend, but it worked out very See, nice. muscle memory is a, a hell of a thing. It comes back. It was freaking amazing. It was amazing when I switched back to Tracer. It was like, wow, I'm suddenly good again at the game again. Do you still have your sensitivity cranked up? Yes, I do. How does that work for Mercy? Does it affect her at all? Or is um, it, once you're used to it, it's okay for any character? Well, no, I, I think I think it definitely is better for some characters than others. Like with Winston, you want to have a super, super high sensitivity. But for McCree, you might not want it quite that high. But mm. for me, I I can't... I, I don't want to get used to, the, to having a different feel in different characters. Okay. So all of my characters are like 95, 95 sensitivity. For Winston, do you want it higher because his... his it, it's an auto aim attack. You just need to be close, or is it? No, it's Winston isn't an auto aim. It's it's a cone. Okay, it's, it's okay. Like, it's think of it as like a flamethrower or something, right? Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and it'll hit everyone in that area. So it's not so important that you're that you've got your reticle on the guy. What's important is that you're looking at him, and you need to be able to whip around and whip your aim up and down as you jump over guys really quick with Winston. Okay. But because my sensitivity is so high on tracer, it's you're cool. Used to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Both you and Alex gave up on Nino Kuni 2 pretty quick. Because it's a shitty game. Yeah. Do you recall how far you got? I'm not going to dispute that. Um, I, I would be surprised if I played more than two hours of that game. So you didn't even get to the good city, the casino city? Absolutely not. Okay. That is, the, the as far as city design, there really aren't that many towns that I can tell yet. Um, and last week, Alex and I talked about the casino city being... Visual, visually the highlight of the game? Absolutely not. I've seen two more since then. A very, mm. like, rote, like, this is a city on the ocean thing, which is boring. And then another one where it's this mechanical city called the tree, or the tree house, where it's actually all robots and stuff built inside this giant tower that looks like a tree, which is all right. But the 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 casino city looks the best. was actually funny. It's been downhill since then. Mm. So... I think I figured out how it has managed to hook me, though. 
and it's got a, a, a very specific rhythm to how it works. You do a chapter where you get to a new area. Mm-hmm. You finish off the area and you fight the, the, king, the Kingsmaker, they're called, of that area. And then that unlocks a whole bunch of other quests in the previously, in, your, in the areas you've already been to. Oh. And those quests are usually end with you getting new characters or new um, residents for your city hmm. because your character is building a city. And you want these residents because as you build up your city, each resident has a place where they want to be. They, you, can, you can stack them in any different location, like the armory or the magic place or a farm or whatever, but they all have a place they want to be. So you're always trying to find the character to slot into the right place in your city. And, and when for they're some in the right place, reason, where you get, they they just do better there. They okay. they because each each area you can do research to learn things. If you put the right person in the right place, you can do more research. All the research is faster. So there is a tangible benefit to putting the right person in the right place. And and for some reason that hooked me the same way. And this is going way back, but it's it's still Factor Five. Did you play Dark Cloud? Like no, way but I, back I'm in the day. With the idea. No. Okay, so. In Dark Cloud, you actually had to do more city building, and and people would come to you with requests and say, I want my house next to a river by a tree. And you had to figure out where to put them to make them happy. Hmm. So it's kind of that similar feeling. Your your city grows, you can choose which areas to build in. Um, It's got some really annoying like time delay mechanics. Like Even when you have it leveled up, it's like you, you choose the development, you're like, okay, that'll be ready in an hour. You're like, really? Come on. Just I've got the money. I spent the money on it. Just let me have it. No. And you have to do something else for an hour to come back to it. So it's I'm I I will not tell you that it's good. The combat is very simplistic. It's got oddly enough frame rate issues in some places, which it really shouldn't. It's not that good looking of a game. Um the I'm okay with the near lack of voice acting. Because I always am kind of reading fast anyway, skipping through dialogue, but the ninety percent of the lines aren't even voice acted, which I'm okay with because the ones that are are like really boilerplate boring. Um, I still haven't really figured out a connection to the first game. But yeah, there doesn't I'm, seem to be one, or there wasn't yeah, one that I saw. Yeah, I mean, I, I've gotten over the nuclear destruction of New York and fallen into just this this pleasant rhythm of a JRPG, and, and I can look just enough past, you know the bad parts that I will continue to play it mostly because there's nothing between now and for me, nothing until agony that I actually need to play. Did you watch that new agony trailer today? No, I didn't. There's a new story trailer for agony today. That was like uh warning, not safe for work. And I'm like, Hmm, really? <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about watching it, maybe putting it on the blog, but I just didn't have time. I, I, I will, I will probably watch it at some point. I've seen other trailers and it's, it's, can I make it's, a suggestion? It's the gooey side of hell. Yes. Well, we're we're here right now together. Oh, I just oh. typed in all games data dot delta dot net and then scrolled down about a tenth of a page, okay, and there's like a games. demonic lady's bum looking at me here, oh, and yeah, she's got like a fire halo. There's a lot of like unpleasant or unnecessary boobage in this one. Okay, so I'm going to open it in YouTube, and we're going to go. Th- oh wait, no, there's an ad oh, playing. Oh wait, I. Eh. Agony story trip. Oh, stop. No, that's the wrong thing. God, his sight laid slowly. Oh, really? Yeah. Blink of an eye for me. Really? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I pay for Agony. Fat, fat, fat pipes. I don't have fat pipes. I've got... Well, this, it's just giving me the option to download the high-quality version. No, 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 no. Hang on. 
All games Delta. Are you looking at this on a Mac or something? No. No. Okay, it says Agony there Story. It is. Trailer. Okay, there we go. Now I got it. Now I got yeah, it. Okay. Okay, okay so YouTube one. So open that in YouTube and we're gonna we're gonna press play at this it's two minutes and fifty two seconds. Alright, hold on, let me get back to the beginning here because it auto played. Ready, set one, go. two, three, go. Okay, I got the I got the Unreal Four thing here. Let's get a little volume on this. This is this is thrilling for the listeners here. Head studio. This looks pretty schlocky so far. It really is, and the graphics aren't blowing me away. Why is it? It's like all gray. Yeah. I'm sure this is a stylistic choice that the trailer's choice? making. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's. Yeah. Oh. Um... Oh man, there's a lot of there's some demon boobs. Yeah, there's, little there's... inverted. Cr okay, there's yeah, there's the. Oh oh, right there. oh oh oh! She's got a, a oh she's got a... oh! That's gross. <laughs> that, that, Why did that... she have a toothy vagina for a head? I don't um, know. Oh, that's also kind of suggestive and gross. Oh wow, yeah, a little Sheba looking thing with the, but she's cut in half. Yeah. Oh, what is wrong with me? This that was like a, a big black wiener. Yeah, the previous trailers I've seen have not been all black and white. Um, what have I gotten myself into here? I don't know. I don't know. I worry that this is mostly a walking simulator. Uh, it might be... I will never understand the idea of having this, like, grotesque-looking thing and having normal boobs on it. It's not attractive. It's just weird. I don't like it. Well, there's, uh... Dante's in front of... Oh, that was not okay. Maybe that's the idea. Maybe that's the idea, is it's supposed to... It's supposed to disturb you by showing you this thing that really, as a general rule, you don't have a problem with. But, oh, it's gross. It's gross. You know? Dante... Oh, and now we're in color. Oh, that's a baby. Oh. She just fed it to a giant snake. Okay. Oh, I'm going to regret this. Oh, okay, she got clothes on. That's good. She put on clothes. Ooh, demon orgy. See, there's something about it where you're walking around as a pretty weak thing, but you can possess other beings, other demons, oh. and use that to solve puzzles. Oh. And, and, and the giant nasty thing with the toothy vagina head is like a, like, not a boss, but kind of like... Um, Oh, what uh, Resident Evil Nemesis? She's kind of like Nemesis, I think, where she kind of oh. follows you around. So that, oh no, oh, that no, was no, not a game. No. Oh, come that's on, not come okay. on, come on! Oh, that was okay. All right. Oh off. man, turn that off. That was available. Me. Oh god, that's only twenty days away. Closing that tab. Yeah, that was that was somewhat unpleasant. All right. Well, that uh, that's probably going to happen anyway. I feel like I need a cigarette after watching that. And, I, just, and like, I just need to walk outside and get the sun on me a little bit. Like. <laughs> Burn off some of this. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, see, I'm still trying, and I know you didn't like it because you didn't play it right away, but I'm still trying to recapture the first um, Amnesia, Dark Descent. Mm -hmm. And I know it hasn't aged well because I tried to play it again myself and it really was gross looking back at it again. That doesn't look like anything like the tone that Amnesia went for. No, it doesn't at all. So this one looks like it's going for... Look at all this gross shit. Yeah, the, the, this, is, this is the gooey, organic kind of hell, not the desolation. 
frozen lake kind of hell. So. I, I like I like the desolation kind of hell. That does. Yeah, that was the, yeah. That was the best version. You know what? That was the best version of hell from any video game ever. Hmm. I was trying to remember this a couple of weeks ago. I think it was, and it just came to me: the best okay. hell in the video game. It's not Dante's ever. Inferno because Dante's Inferno was pretty close to what Agony's going for. It's absolutely not Dante's Inferno. It's not Doom. Mm-mm. It's not God of War. No. The darkness. Remember the oh, hell in the darkness? Oh yeah. Isn't that brilliant? Man, those are some good games that I don't that never. I mean, there are two of them, and I remember them actually being pretty good. I think I bought the second one and never played it. But the they're first, not great. But they're no, good games. it wasn't great. But at the time, it was. It, it was doing a lot with uh, with narrative that first person shooters, as in general, wouldn't even t- attempt to do for like in the way that it did for another five ten years. It was the first one where you could sit down and just watch a movie with his girlfriend, right? It was the old, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got an achievement if you watched the whole thing. Yeah, and then she gets killed awfully <sighs> not too far into that, which is actually a pretty disturbing moment, if I remember correctly. And it's it's doubly horrible because of because of the time that they took to let you get to know her and spend time with her. Like, it was brilliant. It was really brilliant. It really kind of made Starbreeze's name. Yeah. Oh, that and, now, and Riddick. They? Yeah, I think they are. Damn. Wait, let's find yeah, out. The Riddick games were good. I, that I tried. I think I played a demo for one of the Riddick games when it came to PS3, and I was like, I don't understand why this is so popular. Ooh, Starbreeze Studios on Twitter. Let's see what they're up to. Payday 2. Oh, that was them? Yeah. And the uh, retweeting stuff about Overkill's The Walking Dead. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. That's all I played this week was Nino Kuni 2. I play we, can, we can stop thinking about Agony now. I bought uh, Death Road Canada today. Oh, I've heard good things about that. I, I've also heard that's really not my kind of game. No, I don't but... think it is. Um, reviews are really quite positive about it, so I'm, I really am pretty hyped to get into it. But, uh, yeah, just no time. Cause I it's really... PS4, right? Not Switch. No, actually, it's everything. It is everything. Yeah, it is on Switch. I bought it on Switch, and it's only like 12 bucks Canadian, which really? means it'd probably be like 8 American. Shit, maybe I... Because well, it looks like a very interesting kind of gameplay loop. Yeah, it does. And, and, and there's like a lot, there's enough randomness in there, like different characters you're picking up, and so, I don't know. Well, you know, g- give me a week. Give me a week, and yeah. I'll tell you if, if you should blow If you like it, I won't buy it. If you that, hate it, maybe That I seems reasonable. <laughs> it seems like a really wise choice. Because, yeah, I kept playing Swords of Ditto after we talked about it last week, and the more I played it, the more I liked it. Uh, and the more I kind of came to understand about the world in kind of a roguelike sense, like this, this random... Um, kind of temple that may spawn. You can do this here. And if you find these things, you can do this over here. It's really, really cool and interesting. And I really enjoy the world. Uh, the gameplay itself is kind of, is really light in the same way that Link to the Past was really light. But it's just a little bit, a little bit, uh, better, a little bit more advanced. You've got a, uh, you've got a dodge or you got a, like a dodge roll with, uh, with some invincibility frames on it. So there's some enemies that are weak, but they will always hit you if you do your full three hit combo. So you gotta go hit, hit, dodge, dodge. hit, hit, okay. dodge. And you just have to learn all these enemies. And there's a really cool variety of enemies. Um, and when I finally beat Mormo, it felt super, super good. And then the world was, and then a hundred years passed. The next, uh, the next uh, sword is awoken by the spectral bug, 
and goes to claim the sword uh, to go fight Mormo, and the world is beautiful and lush and green, and all of the monsters are completely different hmm. because there's been a hundred years of peace. So all the monsters are like kind of like natural things, or like wolves and and really really cool. It's like it was really really cool. I was loving it, but bugs. Yeah, I read about in your blog that yeah. it was just nasty. Yeah, and I saw that uh, I, I started following the devs on Twitter just to kind of keep up on it. They have released a patch for it, but they didn't release a specific patch notes, so I don't know if my problem is actually solved. Oh, so I don't sucks. know that I want to check it out. But I, what I, where I really want to play this game is definitely on my Switch, but um, there is PlayStation-themed content in it. Hmm. <laughs> there, is, there is a local Roco room. Okay. Um, that like and and on okay first the um you know when you're walking around Zelda Link to the Past you walk over the next screen but the next quote screen is actually several screens worth of content right yeah like yeah. going around Kakariko Town right okay so a screen is randomly generated is procedurally generated and there will be holes that you can fall into and there's a little cave down here with a chest you can open or there will be um there will be a door that's locked and you can't get in there until you meet a certain npc out in the woods who will say oh here's a key and now you have a key to this place and there's a randomly generated dungeon down there it's fucking amazing it's amazing and the fact that it's really hard to die makes it very very playable um i really really liked it i really liked it and i'm really disappointed that i that my time with it was kind of cut short by the fact that it should not have been released in that state. How do the save states work? I mean, can you actually save anywhere? Or do you have to go back to a house to save? No, it, it, it works like Dark Souls, where uh, are you oh, playing okay. the game? It's saved. Okay. Like, okay. anything that happened, it's saved. Anything you did, it's saved. And uh, so this is to prevent saves, saves scrumming. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's really you good. stole my idea already. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry, it is really good. I used to used to save scrum all the time on darks or on darkest dungeon for Vita, because I could upload my save to the cloud, and then do a dungeon run. And if it went poorly, <laughs> I could just <laughs> reload my cloud save. And so I'm uh, I'm waiting in a doctor's office uh, a couple weeks ago to do a thing for my mother, and where we have to wait there for like two hours. And so I brought my Switch, so I'm playing some Darkest Dungeon. And maybe it's just because I was kind of stressed out because of the situation, mm-hmm. but I wiped a party. Oh. And wiping a party, you know, like, parties die. Like, you know, your heroes yeah. are going to die. That's going to happen. And I don't care when the heroes die. But I lost my top, both of my top tier healing trinkets <laughs> and a bunch of my top tier damage trinkets. And I don't have that many weeks into the save on the on the Switch version. Those are the only copies of those trinkets I had. They're gone oh. now. So I really feel like I've really lost progress, and I'm really feeling burned by that. I'm feeling very Chamberlain about that. <laughs> and I, it sucks. And man. I haven't played. I haven't played around a Darkest Dungeon since. The only game I remember really safe coming was probably the first Deus Ex back on PC. Oh, that seems reasonable though. Because you never know what's ordinarily, gonna happen in that game. yeah, you don't believe me, but ordinarily, I only ever use one save spot for any game. That seems um, like poor planning. Even even RPGs. Like, I have one save spot in Ninokuni 2. Why? Because that's just how I play them. I don't know why. It's how, it's, all, it's how I've always done it. And the thing is, most modern games, like God of War, for example. Yeah, we have, like, three If you go into load, saves. yeah, you've got, like, it's just auto-saving all over the place. So it doesn't really bite me in the butt anymore. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, JRPGs, I'll play through on a single save file. What's crazy for me is, I mean, maybe this is leftover from back in the day on the PS1 where your saves actually, like, you were conscious of how much memory they were taking. And on True, the PS2. yeah, yeah. 
um, for me, I have all, it's always been three. I always rotate three saves. Oh, okay. And in modern times, there's really no reason for it. Mm-hmm. There's no reason I should, it's just the habit. It's just that we're old. You can't change me, I like it this way. I'm so used to, back in the day, we had to buy memory cards. We liked sometimes, it! Sometimes you'd lose one, and all your progress would be gone, and you were fucked. And we liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Okay. That was back when you take a memory card to your friend's house and be a hero. Here, here's my save. Copy this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. There used to be a thing on GameFAQs where they had game saves on GameFAQs, and you yes. could download them. And if you had an adapter, you could just put it in. And great, now you've unlocked everything in this game. Mm-hmm. It was cool, man. It was cool. Can't yeah. do that no more. Well, I remember no, actually I you have mods and hacking. As I recall, you could do it for PS3 too. I I remember people were downloading saves for Siren Blood Curse. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think it was Siren Blood Curse. Maybe it was the first one. The first one was on PS2. Maybe I'm mixed up. That matters. So, so when are we getting a new Siren game? We don't need to Man, the last game uh, that studio made was uh, Gravity Rush 2. Hmm, okay, so at least the studio's still around. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's an internal studio. They're never going to get rid of it. SEJ okay. Japan, or SEJ. Hmm. Yeah. Alright. So does that mean it's time for headlines? I believe so. Headlines. Oh, wait, another Darkest Dungeon story. Oh, <laughs> abort, abort. Okay, so so months ago, um, the physical versions of Darkest Dungeon for PS4 and Switch were made available to purchase through the publisher. The hmm. publisher is actually in the UK or some shit, so I had to pay for it in pounds. Oh, jeez. I'm still not quite sure how much these games cost me. Um, <laughs> but there was no option for fast shipping, but I was like, well, this might be the only way I can get them purchase. And then the launch date comes and goes. And I've received notification from this company that they've sent my shit, but that's all they've said. There's no tracking number. There's no nothing. And so for the next couple weeks, I go into EB Games. They have fucking copies there. They have fucking (laughs) copies of it. And it's been like, now it's been two or three weeks, and I go in there to get Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, and I say, you guys don't have copies of Darkest Dungeon, do you? He goes, yeah, I think we do. And he goes in the back and comes with like four copies on PS4. I'm like, do you have it on Switch? He goes, oh, just the copy that we gutted. Nope, nope, nope. I'm like, how much is it? <laughs> goes, you didn't buy the gutted copy, did you? In fact, I did. Oh! But I get home today, and the PS4 and Switch copies that I paid for previously arrived, so I still have a sealed copy. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you can actually play that one, then. I can give that one to uh, someone else's grandchild one day. <laughs> when you want to stress them out and him have a really bad time here young man you look, you look too happy and confident <laughs> let me show you something are you I enjoying your it. switch you're enjoying your switch too much you play this for a day would you like a reason to break it <laughs> you have a warranty on that thing good here play this for a while <laughs> so I think that means it's time for headlines now it's time for headlines headlines <clears throat> In Overwatch news, Chance is about to light a cigarette. Mm. Uh, a buff to Anna is in the works. Her biotic rifle will now ignore full health allies, so she will just shoot straight through them. Um, and this, and like, I, a lot of Anna's actually on the Blizzard forums are saying this is fucking stupid. This isn't the fix that Anna needs. What she needs is mobility. Mm. Um, because for a lot of Ana players, the fact that your allies will body block you makes the game more interesting because you have to be really conscious of your positioning. Okay. But at the same time, this all just allows like a Genji bouncing in front of you to fuck shit up. So 
I can I can see where Blizzard's coming from, and Anna's have been also a lot of Anna's have been asking for this basically since the character launched. Um, they're also going to increase her ammo capacity to fourteen, which is good. What was it before? It was like ten or something. Okay, so that's a significant difference. Well, yeah, and the problem is, is that like when you're out of ammo as Anna, you're not healing, so it's okay. like if Mercy's beam just stopped working. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Uh, they have nerfed Bridget's Shield Bash on PTR, just increasing its cooldown by one second from five to six. Uh, I'm not really sure that that's enough for me, but uh, it's better than nothing. Still a counter, still a counter. They've also decreased the maximum armor she can provide from her ultimate ability from 150 to 100, which is mm. also good. But um, I do... I'm still kind of bummed about the Tracer nerf. If you go to the Blizzard forums, most people are saying that there's really no point to this. Um, the only thing it really does is, like, any, any tank that she could deal significant damage to, it has a major mitigation, uh, major way to mitigate that. Like, a hog can reduce the damage by half by taking a breather. Orissa can reduce the damage by half by using her fortify ability. Uh, Diva can just eat it. Azaria can completely nullify it with her personal barrier. There's hmm. tons of counterplays. And uh, Pulse Bomb, I don't know if I brought this up last week, but if you look at the stats, Pulse Bomb is the lowest kill per minute assault ultimate there is. Yeah, you had mentioned that. That really yes. isn't that... It's not. At least statistically, it's not that bad. It, no, statistically, it is very bad. Well, it's bad, but it's not bad for the other players. No, it's not bad yeah. for the other players. Like, and, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that they're saying she's too good at killing tanks, I don't understand why that's a problem when a Junkrat can send his Riptire in and wipe an entire full health team. Or a diva ult, like, I don't, or, like, yes, any other, any other DPS ult can wipe a team without the benefit of a grab. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so it, it really pisses me off, and I wish what they would do is actually increase the damage and increase the charge rate, but I'm still salty, and we'll just move on. <clears throat> uh, on Tuesday, yesterday, a patch dropped on all platforms. It includes just a bunch of bug fixes and a single new skin for Mercy, counterintuitively named Pink Mercy, instead of the more accurate Magical Girl Mercy. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty cool. It adds, like, twinkly sound effects to a lot of her abilities, including her ult, and it turns her bullets into pink. She mm-hmm. shoots pink bullets. Uh, Magical Girl Mercy can only be obtained by making a charitable do- donation of $15 U.S. or $20 Canadian to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation, a remarkably reputable group that does, in fact, pour a ton of its money into literal research grants. And 100% of the proceeds are going to that company. 100%. 100%. So, right, so no, no skimming. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So yesterday, my brother never, te- my older brother never texts me during the week, but he texts me. Breast cancer mercy is overpriced. That's bullshit. I write back, so don't buy it. He writes back, <laughs> I won't. Five bucks or even ten, but that's BS. I don't even play mercy. BS. I write back, I know you don't play mercy. That aspect of it has me a bit surprised that you're this bent out of shape about a thing you'd never want. <laughs> I would get it, but that's overpriced. It's kind of dumb. They would raise more if it was reasonably priced. I write back, I think $5 is a good price, but I also think the rarity is important at the moment. But I don't think that's the point. And I texted him pictures of a Twitter conversation I saw. And it's basically people going, $15 for a skin. And someone writes back, no, no, it's a charity donation. It's a charity donation that comes with a skin. I know, but there's other ways to donate. It's for a charity. Blizzard's not gouging you. It's, you know, Blizzard gets no money from this at all. Um, For all we know, the charity set the dollar amount. Maybe they have have done the research and said that's the amount that people will give. Maybe, but, Mm -hmm. but there's also the thought that 
Blizzard may be conscious of the fact that loot boxes might be coming under the radar as gambling. Yeah, might be. Which they should. <laughs> and maybe they're testing the water to see how much they can charge for a skin. They're already charging five bucks for uh, the the Overwatch League skins. And um, so for for me, if they were, if this was just a skin and it was twenty dollars and it had nothing to do with the charity, I would have skipped this. Because I don't play Mercy that much anymore. But because it was a charity, that made it so easy. That made it so easy to do. It was like, absolutely, yeah, I'll do that. Felt better about spending the money. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I don't need, uh, I'm sure not many of our listeners are live nearby and have designs on uh, mugging me. But I do carry a bunch of 20s in my pocket. And it's for just reasons like this. Like, oh, there's a thing? $20 right there. Like, $20 is nothing to me. And, you know, that adds up over time, but, <laughs> but that, that made it a very easy choice for me. And all the kind of community forums I've been looking at have been very, very positive about it. And basically everyone said I went and bought that skin. And yeah. Anyway, um, a $25 pink shirt is also available through the Blizzard gear store, sporting a lovely magical girl mercy design by an awesome fan artist who goes by Vicky Sai. Again, 100% of proceeds go to the foundation available for men's and ladies. Uh, Blizzard identified that some PS4 and Xbox One users were unable to redeem the skin after making the donation, but as of this afternoon, that's been resolved. And right. of note, Blizzard's official Twitter refers to Magical Girl Mercy as their, quote, first charity skin. Okay. So there's definitely going to be more. Um, when, um, when we were first talking about it on the Penny Arcade forums, uh, someone suggested that we need, the next one needs to be for testicular cancer and it needs to be a new skin for Zenyatta because of his balls. <laughs> and I wrote back that no, it obviously needs to be a casual tracer skin for LGBTQ rights. And that got like 10 times the reaction of the clip show that I posted this morning. <laughs> I'm so sad about it. I apologize. I have not watched that clip I'm show yet. So, I don't think anyone has. Aww. I'm so sad about it because I like, I was, it's been, I think it was the end of January I put up comics. It's been months since I did an actual clip show. I don't know why. I think I've just been feeling kind of like I think my depression kind of flared up and I've been haven't really been feeling very motivated. So, I've been saving clips, but I haven't been looking at haven't them. I've been doing the work. And yeah. then now I have 300 gigs of Overwatch footage on my oh, PS4 gosh. and it will take it would take a month of evenings watching that footage to pick out all the good shit. And I just don't have time. I've just got to get yeah. this footage off the hard drive because it it's making it yeah. so when I... It actually made it so when I had to download the patch yesterday, I couldn't because my hard drive was full. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what I did was I opened an application where I could just zip to the end of every single clip and see what was at the end. Okay. And if what was at the end was a play of a game, I would watch it. And if it was one of my plays of the game and it was a good one, I would add it to the show. I would add it to the project. And I went through everything, and I ignored some Zenyatta plays of the game. I got a Zarya one. I'm sure there was a Mercy one or two in there. And what I ended up with <laughs> was a clip was a was a project that had 31 clips in it. Uh, 26 of them were really good trait were pretty good tracer plays of the game. Two of them were really good tracer pulse bombs that should have been plays of the game. <laughs> Not better. Not better. One of them was a pretty sick Reaper play of the game, and the other one was we get a five man grab on. Um, uh, on King's Row, at the end of King's Row. And I zip in there and I stick my pulse bomb to the Reinhardt. Fucking ideal. I blink back, I give him a wave. The pulse bomb detonates, the Reinhardt dies. Then my brother's ult goes off. 
and kills the other five. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and that was like the very, that was like the last point. And we just rolled the payload home and we won the game. And I was like, yay, we won. She got a sick play of the game. I'm like, congratulations, Chris. Oh, <laughs> 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 I was pissed off. I'm thinking of all sorts of inappropriate charities now that they could do. Like, like soldier skin for victims of PTSD. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, like veterans. Oh yeah, you could absolutely do shit for veterans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could do um, May could Maze could be like a, a teaching charity. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. okay. Let's see who who would be Weight Watchers. Uh, <laughs> Weight Watchers. I'm not sure Weight Watchers is a charity. I think it's a business. I spot still with some some weight thing. Uh, I'm trying to think who's Roadhog. There mm. you go. Roadhog for some sort of diabetes. Diabetes. No, diabetes. 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 There we awareness. go. There you yeah. go. Diabetes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and a lot of people got banned uh, this morning. Actually, people were reporting like and pro streamers like EVA. Uh, they were getting banned because they were using um, some sort of application that affected Overwatch, and no one could figure out what the fuck they were talking about. But eventually people figured out that it was probably that like these, and these people were not, you know, uh, using hacks. They were not mm-hmm. cheating at all. What they were doing is using a problem called overtrack that just, um, that just tracks the stats for your games. Like, did you win? Did you lose? How many limbs did you get? Shit like that. Okay. And yeah, so I guess the blizzard kind of auto ban thing looked at that said, eh, and just like Sorry. kicked Sorry. thousands of people, banned thousands of people, but that's already been resolved. And that's our Overwatch news. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, also in the realm of Blizzard games, a Romanian dude uh, was pissed off about the way his guild was distributing loot after raids in World of Warcraft. So, uh, like a totally normal person, he DDoSed Blizzard to crash the servers so his friends couldn't play the game. So this was years ago. Uh, long story short, he has just been convicted and will now spend a year in prison for general douchery. Excellent. Yeah. Did they ever catch the guys who brought down both PSN and, and and Xbox Live that one Christmas? Wasn't that just anonymous? Was it anonymous? I thought it was just anonymous being, you know... Anonymous? Yeah. Maybe it was. Yeah. I think it was. Still, general, general <coughs> douchebaggery. General douchebaggery. Send him to jail for a while. Uh, Darkest Dungeons, The Color of Madness DLC will launch on June 19th for PC, Mac, and Linux for five bucks. All of the platforms are on the way, but there's no data window yet. Nice. I might. No, I'm probably gonna get it on PC. Yeah. Do you still have a save on PC anymore? I <laughs> I really hope that there's some sort of cloud save going on with Steam, where I could just log yeah, on to Steam on my be. new laptop. Yeah, I would hope. Yeah. Uh, Dragon's Crown Pro launches next week, and I had completely forgotten about it. Dragon's Crown for PS4. <sighs> Delicious. I don't have the time to play that again. That was really good, but I don't have the time to play it again. It was really good. Yeah, I don't have the time either, but I want it. I'm going to get it. I'll get it. All Games Delta today showed that a Canadian commercial agency has a listing for the Elder Scrolls VI. So I did a little research on rumors about it, and someone at Bethesda had said that there are two other games that have to come out before they even start thinking about talking about Elder Scrolls VI, and they were not even within two. No, 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 they would be Bethesda um, produced. Yeah, and Wolfenstein 2. Yeah, no. So it's whatever they announced this year, which we'll get to in headlines in a little bit, Mm. and something else. So we're still at least a year, if not two years. I I, I, I would believe. I I, I predict Mm. that we'll see Elder Scrolls 6 at the tail end of this generation. 
It'd be kind of Which nice. Which I hope is still two years <clears throat> away. God, yeah. Sony, don't you fucking release a PlayStation 5 anytime soon. I don't think so. Just, I mean, you're already outselling Xbox 2 to 1. Just let it sit for a couple years, please. Not only that, already... but but we're, we're, we're really in the weeds with games costing so much to make that yes. developers can't afford to do it. Yep. And I really dislike that. Like, I, I want more AA games. I want a more. I want a bigger variety of people being artists and and doing cool shit, and that's how you get stuff like Grins, Bionic Commando, like just fun fucking games. Anyway, or Lollipop Chainsaw. Lollipop Chainsaw is a really good example. Double A. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> an unsubstantiated leak today suggested that the following are coming and will likely be shown at E3. Um, so take this all with a big grain of salt, but some of these are just obviously going to happen. Like for example, Forza Horizon Four. No duh. Yep. Halo Wars 3. Uh, I'd be a little surprised. I'm not sure yeah. who wants that. Rage 2. That See, I don't know if I would be excited or disappointed that it wasn't Doom 2. I would be excited. I really liked I liked Rage. Rage. I liked I did. Rage. I actually, I actually think the racing in Rage was pretty fun. <laughs> I was all about the shooting in Rage. Like, yeah. like it was beautiful, fun, smooth as silk, uh, id shooting. And yeah, so I, yeah, I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. Because Rage was fun in the same way that Doom was fun. It was, actually, yeah. And yeah. I'd like to see what they could do a, a generation later with Rage. I mean, it's a new engine, but... Agreed. It's so visceral. The way the enemies ran at you yeah. and like, just flinch when you shot them. Yeah, and all the... Really all the, in your... Mm. All the little animations on them as they, like, bounce yes. around the environment coming for you. Fuck, it was a great game. It was a really good game. Anyway, uh, Just Cause 4. Yeah. yeah, keep the same protagonist as 3. Just Cause 3 was a good time. Hmm. I, I want to see him come back again. Same guy. Okay. <clears throat> Resident Evil 2 Remake. Did you play the remake? The first one? No, but Resident Evil 2 was my favorite Resident Evil. Yeah. See, the first one, I played it back on, I think, on the GameCube. Sounds right. And it was really good, because it was barely the same game. Hmm. I mean, there are whole areas that are just made out of whole cloth, and introduced the worst zombie in the world, the red-headed zombie that comes back sometimes if you don't burn the corpses. Oh, yeah. They, aw- they made this awful noise. It was so terrifying. So, I I mean, they've been talking about this for a long time. I, I would, I will definitely play that. Well, they they need to do something with the Resident Evil game. I mean, name, I mean, after 7, 7 was like an, an internal indie. I don't it think was. it was what they wanted it, was, it to be, really, in terms no, of No, but it was really good. You just can't, know. you can't trust Capcom for quality, man. You really can't. Well, I mean, I, I think if Capcom learned any lesson, they looked at Street Fighter V and Marvel selling a pittance. And they looked at Monster Hunter selling a shitload. And maybe they've realized that, okay, maybe it's time to actually leverage some of the other titles. You know, let's put some money behind something else, please. I still just want Virtual Fighter. And I know that's Sega, not Capcom. <laughs> then you gotta buy the new Yakuza. It's in there. Uh, <laughs> Devil May Cry 5. The leaker was very specific that we will not get a sequel to DMC. That sucks. I want to see all the DMC. I Me like too. DMC. DMC was better than Devil May Cry 4. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Borderlands 3, obviously. Like, oh, who didn't yeah. think that was happening? Uh, Total War 3. Yeah. The Crew 2. That's already announced. Oh. I think. It's already on the pre- that's already on pre-order list. So, yeah, that, that one's real. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Not surprising yet. It, it's its year. A new Battlefield game. Which I've heard will actually have a single-player experience, unlike the new Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Can so you're I... not even going to get the new Call of Duty. You're not going to try no, that shit. No, well, there's no point. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and Judas, a game from the Bioshock team that may, might just be a temporary title. But apparently there is like a Bioshock team working. We just heard about okay. that like, what, two weeks ago? That's actually a pretty believable list. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost all that does make sense. Yeah. No. It's games that I've heard about before, except for Rage 2. Yeah, Rage 2, Devil May Cry 5 were the only ones that uh, was like, hmm, really? And all the rest are like, well, duh, except for Halo Wars. There's one guy in my office who loves Halo Wars. He loves them. I I honestly have never even touched one of those games. It'll be interesting what what, um, NetherRealm does with Mortal Kombat 11, because there's currently a, um, not a backlash, but YouTube is cracking the fuck down on any channels that have a lot of MKX stuff up and demonetizing all their stuff. Just because of the violence? Yep. But, well, I, I, I'll I pay for violence. I will happily pay for violence. Yeah, so I I, I, I honestly, I hope that Netherrealms doubles down on it and makes it even worse. You think that's bad? Take this! <laughs> well, okay, well, YouTube, yeah, but, I mean, I think Twitch is kind of where it's at in terms of making money yeah. for creators for video games. Yeah, probably. Could be wrong, but... Or subbing. I mean, there's a lot of them going to Patreon now. Yeah. Plus, YouTube has that that ability where you can actually subscribe to people on YouTube. Not subscribe, but you actually kick them money on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Uh, Hydraulic Press Channel does that. Hmm. I have not thrown them any money, but, I mean, it's it's out there and available. Speaking of supporting creators... <clears throat> okay, so that, that beautiful pink shirt for Cancer, Cancer Research Mercy. Yes. Um, done by this really great artist who goes by Vicky Sai. And I've been following Vicky Sai ever since I started paying attention to Overwatch fan art, basically, because her stuff is just always these beautiful, perfectly pouty-lipped girls that are all just adorable <laughs> and fully dressed. Like, I don't know, her stuff is just lovely. And um, and I was having a conversation with some of the people on the, the Overwatch Discord that I'm a part of, the art Discord, where we just basically post fan art all, all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're talking about Patreon. And I, how, and I said on there... That if I was going to support an artist who just consistently puts out really beautiful art, it would be Vicky Sai. Because every single thing she puts out, you look at it, you're like, oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> but I went with Robo Hero because Robo Hero, uh, first of all, focuses on Tracer. And mm-hmm. second, comes across as someone that I feel like maybe could use a hand. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, okay. Like, I feel like, I feel like there's, they got some, some issues that they're still growing through and working through. And so, uh, so there's almost a bit of a pity to it, like a bit of a pity, <laughs> sense of pity. I don't think he cares if, if the money is pity money. It's still money coming in. Yes, yeah. Um, oh, oh yeah. But lately, Robo Hero. So I'm I'm giving Robo Hero five bucks a month uh, to to do their their tracer, yeah, their widow widow tracer fan stuff. And the last out of the three last images they've put up, two of them are about. Uh, Tracer and Widowmaker and their child. Uh, in uh, in the head canon that that Robo Hero has created in the future of Overwatch, lesbian couples can have natural born babies that are a genetic blend of both parents. So the child's name is Danielle. It's Danielle because Danielle is the name on a airplane ticket that you find on Widowmaker's desk in her chateau in the Chateau Guillard level. Um, the child has, uh, her eyes are Widowmaker's colors eyes, but she has Tracer's freckles and hair and she has green or she has blue fingertips like mm-hmm. Widow. And while I love this person, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'm really not into this. Like yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. Like I maybe maybe it's just like I feel like you're going too far with this. I'm not. I'm not here for their imagined baby. I'm here because I love Tracer so much, and I think she's awesome. And I think that when you put her and Widow together, you tend to make it pretty cute. But now we've got now, babies. Now we've got a mortgage. Now you know we're we're worrying. Responsibilities. There's responsibilities. Like I'm sorry, you're kind of wrecking the fantasy for me a little bit here. Uh, but I don't know. Like they're going with it, and at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Nobody appreciates my fan art either. So you do you, Robo Hero, and I will give you five bucks a month. So wait, which one of them actually had the baby? Um, um, no, she, she identified that. She answered a lot of questions about it. Um, uh, Widow carried the baby because in the Tracer, or in their, in their headcanon, uh, Tracer is the butch in the relationship. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what? That's. It was natural. That's fine. Yeah, it was natural that's birth. That's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving on to headlines. Yeah. Okay. That was a weird is dawn now. We're back to. <laughs> Nintendo put out a little press release for the Switch online service this week. Uh, so for an individual membership, for one month, it'll be four bucks. For three months, it's eight bucks. Or 12 months, it's 20 bucks. Uh, and 12 months for an online service compared to Microsoft and Sony is far and away the best deal. That's one third the price right now. Yes. I believe. I believe they're both at 60 bucks. Or less. I think it might have gone up. And, um, for, for the other platforms, I mean. Yeah, yeah. But it's also paying for an online service from Nintendo. Yeah. Who not you can't say that Nintendo don't have the best track record. You can definitively say that Nintendo have the worst track record for anything to do with online. Mm-hmm. They're just fucking shit at it. So either way. I think I played a grand total of three races of Mario Kart Online, and I will say that it worked. Hmm. I will not say that it was excellent, but it functioned. How does that sound? As a place to begin, maybe? Yeah, I mean, it's not... See, here's the other problem, is that I honestly think that the online experience has degraded this generation. I swear it was easier to just play online with people on the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 than it is on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. See, I, I know. It may just be a UI change, I'm not sure, but the way parties work just pisses me off. I mean, I, I granted, I do this once in a blue moon, but it, I swear it was easier in the old games, well, the old you, systems. You'd have to think that developers, and this is you know, like, I'm not a fucking developer, I'm talking out my ass here, but you'd have to think that developers would be con- trying to consistently get better at sending smaller and smaller packets faster and faster. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, beyond the platform holders themselves throttling your speed to a certain point, like I don't believe that a PS4 can get over 25 megabits per second, for example, no matter what your connection is. It's capped at 20, 25, I think it is. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird. But... um yeah, you'd think that'd be better. But at the same time, it also seems natural to me that if we go back to, like, the Xbox 360 generation, the original kind of PC 56K modem generation, those that could work because you were playing with really simple games that really didn't need that much information. And again, this is all coming directly out of my rectum. Yeah, I don't... <clears throat> I, don't I cannot offer any intelligence on that either. Yeah. I will say that I used to play Unreal Tournament on a on a dial-up, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. You could actually play so, it, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> okay, so subscribers will have access to NES Nintendo Switch Online, a compilation of classic NES games. The collection will initially include 20 games with more added on a regular basis. Now, to me, that kind of reads like this is going to be a library that's constantly there. See, and growing becomes, and ever growing. It becomes like a Netflix for Nintendo titles because they basically, the whole virtual console thing isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. At least not for the, not for the Switch. But if this becomes like, okay, here's you, you pay you 20 bucks a year and you have access to this library of NES games that you can download at any time, kind of like the Game Pass on, on, on Xbox, mm-hmm. that would be kind of cool. Um, <clears throat> uh, the conf- if they stay. <laughs> yeah, and if they're rotated out, like, mm. yeah, that makes it kind of fucked up. Uh, the con- collection will initially include 20 games with more added on a regular basis at launch. Previously announced games Balloon Fight, Dr. Mario, Super Mario Brothers 3 will be joined by Donkey Kong, Ice Climber. Who wants Ice Climber? The who, Legend wants, of, who wants Balloon Fight? Yeah. <laughs> the Legend of Zelda, Mario Brothers, a game just called Soccer, <laughs> Super Mario Bros., and a game just called Tennis. Tennis. An additional 10 launch games will be announced in the future. For the first time ever, players will be able to enjoy these classic NES games online. Hmm. Why would you do that? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. So you can legitimize charging more for them, I would imagine. Well, yeah, that okay, there you go. Yeah, that does not sound good to me. Anyway, but here's the big one. <laughs> Save cloud backup, which Nintendo has never done and people have been begging for for literal decades. By yeah. using Nintendo Switch Online, a backup of Nintendo Switch save data for most Nintendo Switch games will be most will be stored most. online for easy access. Yeah. This is most great for people who want to retrieve part. their data if they lose, break, or purchase an additional or purchase an additional Nintendo Switch system. You can transfer your saves for most games. Yeah, but as long as one it's, of them is Darkest Dungeon, I'm fine. Yeah, at, at this point, it's got to be tied to your Nintendo ID. It has to be. There's no other way to do it. That does not necessarily mean, okay, your saves are backed up. Does that mean your digital rights to the software are backed up? Probably not. Nah, so you can have your saves, but you got a new Switch. You got to no, buy Darkest Dungeon gotta again. You got to buy the game again, yeah. Or I could just put in my one of my two physical copies. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. mm-hmm. It's like they're begrudging. It's like so they're, they're being dragged into a decade ago. Really? No, they are. They are. They did not want to do this. Like People keep bringing it up. Uh, Online play. Nintendo Switch Online membership will be needed to participate in co-op or in competitive online features for many current and upcoming Nintendo Switch games, such as Splatoon 2, Mario Kart 8, ARMS, and Tennis Mario Aces. Um, Mario Tennis Aces. And Nintendo Switch Online app, the Nintendo Switch, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, 20 bucks. Reasonable. Online cloud saves. uh, Oft-requested. Very important. Finally. Yeah. Um, that's really good. All I want from Nintendo, honestly, all I want from Nintendo, first of all, is uh, maybe dial back their ambition with putting online play in NES games. No one's fucking yeah. asking for that. Um, just let us buy those games at a reasonable price. Let it, let them be tied to our account. Let the digital copy of... What the fuck was it? What was that awful game that I bought? Let that digital copy of Galgun 2 be tied oh, yeah. to my account so I could download and then not play it on another Switch if I wanted to. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't want to have to buy Darkest Dungeon again. Like, I don't mind throwing money at Red Hook, but I shouldn't have to. It blows my mind that they're so far behind. I mean, I'm on... I'm sure it's a conscious third- choice. Yeah, I mean, I'm on my third Xbox One by choice because I bought the S and the X, and my my second PlayStation because I, I have the PS4 Pro. And moving between those consoles was absolutely painless. painless. Mm-hmm. 
Xbox One, I unplugged my external hard drive, plugged it in. PlayStation 4, they have a backup thing built into the system where I backed it up to an external drive, plugged it into the before, and it was there. I sign in, no rights issues, my saves are all there. I don't, I don't understand. Hmm. They're like, people want us to do a thing. How much money will the thing make us? Nothing. How much money will the thing cost to do? <clears throat> a lot. We're not going to do that thing then. Yeah. You are so wise. <laughs> I mean, they, they both Sony and Microsoft do have over a decade now of infrastructure built around this, so I understand. But, I mean, someone asked, uh, I think over the PA forums, if they thought that the lower price of Nintendo service is going to make either Sony or Microsoft pause no. and think about lowering those. And the answer was no, because they do not view Nintendo as a competitor in this market. Absolutely. Nintendo's Although, a competitor think... in other markets, but not online. Well... I think um, there was, I think one of the Sony CEOs actually said that they are paying attention to the Switch, and they have to come up with some sort of answer to the Switch. Yeah, I agree with that. But, um, but yeah, in, in terms of kind of like online service and how, and how they address their main consumer, yeah, they are totally different. Well, heck, I mean, even in the Vita and the PlayStation 3 and 4, there's, aren't there game saves that go across between those? Yes, uh, we call like it... Dragon's Crown? We call it cross-save. Uh, yeah. Dragon's Crown, absolutely. Darkest Dungeon as well. I love Cross Save on Darkest Dungeon, man. Cross Save on Guacamelee. Oh, God, it was so good. Mm -hmm. Love Cross Save. Um, God of War sold 3.1 million units in three days, making it the fastest selling PX4 exclusive ever. And wow. uh, Photo Mode has also just been patched in today, finally. Hmm. Okay. That's a lot of sales for a single player game. Yeah, I guess people don't all want games as services. Go figure. A single-player game that is most likely not going to have any DLC. It is what it is, right there. And there's a, there was a series I saw. I didn't click on it, but someone has, has made a series called, I think it's called Complete in Box or something, and okay. it's about what you used to get when you bought a video game and how it would never be patched. Like, it was done. <laughs> game was done. And if there were bugs, like, you had to find them yourself and you really had to look. Yeah, and uh, it might be beneficial. So you might want to, <laughs> like, <laughs> like um, yeah, and that's so unheard of now. Like, there's a generation of people who don't know what it's like to get a game, and there will never be an update for it ever. But that's that's how it was, God and we liked War it. Was getting, God of War was getting patched almost daily mm -hmm. at release, mm -hmm. and it was always like minor improvements to this, or they found a bug, or something like that. Yeah, and Which, I never noticed my experience change at all. No. No, no, I, I ran into no bugs at all. Mm -hmm. uh, Minecraft will no longer support the Wii U, Vita, PS4, or Xbox 360 versions with future patches. They're basically just like, sorry, it's a lot of work to do, and honestly, these things are like 1% of our entire player base. So yeah. it's, not worth it. it's not worth it. Which is reasonable. You had to figure once Microsoft bought Mojang, or yeah. Mojang, or whatever it is, that this was coming, that it's going to be a PC Xbox thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, they're still supporting the Switch version. PS4. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's, sorry, that says PS4, but it should say PS3. PS3, okay. Yeah, the PS3 okay. version. So the PS4 right. version, Xbox One version, PC version, Switch version. I assume there's a Switch version. There is not yet. What? Nope. I'm Googling that shit. No, it's, there isn't one yet. The boy hasn't asked for it. Minecraft Nintendo Switch Edition, digital version for Nintendo www.nintendo.com Nintendo Switch Game Info It is available to buy right now, twenty nine ninety nine. Is it really? Mm -hmm. 
I must be looking at like, the physical one or something because I, I, I half of my dates I get from GameFly, which is just a physical release, it's not the physical releases. Um, so, ah, well. well, actually, according to this, the release date is uh, three days away. Oh. It's the eleventh. According okay. to this, is May eleventh. All right. And there are there's a seventeen dollar builders pack bundle. A $7 Star Wars skin pack bundle. Oh, my God. A $3 Final Fantasy skin pack bundle. A $6 Halo mashup bundle. Why would there be a Halo mashup bundle on Switch? Uh, and a Star Wars... Oh, wait. A Star Wars sequel, sequel skin pack for th- 3 bucks. And if I click here, there's 30 more. Biome Settlers <laughs> skin pack. Campfire Tales skin pack. Candy texture oh. pack. Cartoon texture pack. Chinese... Blah, 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 blah. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. See, I, I've let the boy start playing Fortnite on the Xbox. Okay. And he is bugging me to no end to buy him, like, I just want this, these skins. And me, because I'm an asshole, say, what in-game benefit does that give you? And his answer is, oh, it looks cool. I'm like, nope. You can work for it with in-game funds. I'm not throwing cash at it. Sorry. Well, keep a question. Does this kid have his own money? Does he have an allowance or, like, does he make money off He does have his shit? own money, but I'm trying to warn him off of microtransactions. What? It's a free-to-play game. I'm trying to teach him a lesson. You know, if it was... Like, you do not throw cash at, my, at microtransactions. If it was important to him, if it was actually important to him, he could spend his own money. <sighs> I would. I, uh, it's important to him, like, now, in, in three days, it won't be anymore. Yeah, so. but that's a lesson. It's a lesson he can turn no, around and I'm say, trying, man, I'm, I should... No, no, no. you got to let him stick his finger in the electrical socket. He'll never no, learn otherwise. I, no. I'm, He'll never learn. I'm trying to keep him from turning into a whale at, like, Bejeweled. Or not Bejeweled. Um, Candy Crush. Spending, throwing money on that. Okay. It's a slippery slope, now, I tell you. Yeah, now, and I say this as someone who is not a parent. But at some point, don't you have to kind of trust that this kid will learn from fucking up? Assuming it is even a fuck up, and he's not just satisfied with it, and he's like, "Yeah, I do really sorry, like this skin, and I don't need any more." Uh, I gotta see him come in higher than fiftieth before I let him put any money into it. Boy, <laughs> be better. <laughs> be better. Do not be sorry. Did you see dad jokes with Kratos? Um, no. They actually got—I I forgot his name—but they got the, the actual voice actor to do. Dad jokes in Kratos' voice. And then and, and and he keeps cracking up while he's doing it. I think Polygon Ooh, got him to do it. Yeah, Polygon. And some of them are pretty funny. Well, I may post that to the blog tomorrow. <laughs> um Square Enix has announced they will have an E three press conference this year, June eleventh. Going on precedence, it will be terrible. They will you know, it's going to be all Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, they'll show Kingdom Hearts 3, and they might show something about the Final Fantasy VII remake. Which still isn't going to come out, isn't going to come out this year. Yeah, no way. I actually kind of hope Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out this year. I kind of want to play it, honestly. I'm kind of getting the impression that it will. I don't know why I'm falling under this impression, but that's where I'm at. Is mm-hmm. I would be surprised if it wasn't this year. But then again, wasn't Final Fantasy XV just last year? I think it was just last year, yeah. And, but knowing Square Enix, it did not sell to their expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Square Enix is still Tomb Raider, right? That's right. <laughs> they got this, this. They got that coming out this year. That's why it's a joke, Shadow listener. Of the Tomb Raider. Because yeah. nothing ever meets Square Enix's projections no. for what they're going to no. sell. I don't know who projects shit for them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, uh, and we finally have a release window for Dead Cells on Switch. Uh, the developer tweeted out today that there will be a physical release... 
for the Switch version in August. So it is definitely coming this summer. Very happy to see that. I know, man, if it comes out on the same day as Market the Ninja, I'm going to be pissed. Well, we still don't have one for that other bug game that I, whose name I always forget. Yeah, yeah, ho- okay. Hollow Knight. Yeah, ho- Hollow Knight still has no date, yeah. But- yeah. No, yeah, Hollow Knight still does not have a date, but the, yeah, but that is like part of the, the quad force of indies that I'm dying for on Switch. I really want to check out Dead Cells just between the critical response and Alex's response to it. I'm mm-hmm. dying for that based on what I played of Hollow Knight and Alex's response to Hollow Knight. I'm dying for Hollow Knight. Mark of the Ninja on a fucking handheld. Uh, Hyperlight Drifter on a fucking handheld. This is going to be an amazing summer for indies on the Switch, assuming those, those actually come out. Well, Nintendo doesn't do an E3, do they? They do their own yeah, no, thing, no, like treehouse. Yeah, they I do? mean, it is a tree. It is technically a. Yeah, they're not going to have like a stage conference. Okay. They're going to have a, a special, like probably hour long stream, and then okay. they're going to do uh, three days of kind of live treehouse content with a bunch of people in the studio just talking about their shit. And usually, there's some little announcements in there, uh, but the big thing will be just a stream that they do. All I want from Nintendo, honestly, is to know that Metroid Prime 4 is going to come out next year. Hmm. That's all I really want. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Because my Switch sits idle. Well, it's because most of the time. that's because you don't play indies on it. I know, I know, and I I should honestly. Part of what it is is because I don't I don't ever use it as a handheld. So given the choice of playing it on the Switch or playing it on PS4 or Xbox One, I wouldn't I choose play PS4, it on PS4 or Xbox One. One. Yeah. yeah, I mean because it's there. I've got a bigger hard drive on those things and the sweet Chivos. Mm. So, <laughs> which will come back to bite me when I actually have to travel somewhere and I have a Switch with. Oh yeah, I've got nothing on this. Well, I'm, but but. Um, yeah, I'm really finding that when I buy a AAA game for my Switch, I don't actually play it. I go back mm-hmm. and I play an indie. I play Celeste a little bit more. I play Darkest Dungeon. Darkest Dungeon is evergreen. Um, uh, having having Don't Starve on there is really, really cool, and those are better games for handhelds. And I always begrudged games that came out on the Vita and were very consciously trying to be a handheld game, like um, uh, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker on the PSP. Yeah. I really okay. hated that those were tiny little missions because this is a handheld. I'm like, that's not fucking Metal Gear. <laughs> like, it pissed me off when a game is custom designed for handheld and thus it's really small and constrained. See, but did PSP have the same suspend function as the Vita or the Switch? Um, where you can just kind of back out and go to a low power mode and then go right back into the game? It's been a long time. Um, I, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. I don't remember. Hmm. I, I, yeah, I would have to do some serious wikiing to figure that one out. Either way, point is, it used to piss me off Yeah, when, when a game would try to dumb itself down for a handheld. But now I'm playing these like full-fledged console games on a handheld, and I'm like, eh, I don't have the attention span for this right now. I'm just going <laughs> to play one more run of Darkest Dungeon. I'm actually seeking out those kind of smaller experiences, or those bite more bite-sized experiences. Um yeah, like the the Switch's value is very much in its indies, and while there are some spectacular indies, there's probably less than ten of them on the thing that you really need to worry about. And of those ten, I don't want to play five of them. <laughs> like there's like I'm in those ten. I'm including this Minecraft. I'm including uh, Stardew Valley. Yeah, um, like there are yeah, there are some indies that you know oh, it's very nice, not for me, but. The other indies are precious. 
Is Guacamelee 2 going to make it out on the Switch? Uh, well, uh, Drinkbox has long had a very tight relationship with Sony. Oh, that's right. But Severed is on the Switch. That's right. Yes. So I anticipate Guacamelee 2 is going to come out on Switch, and then a year or six months later, it'll be Xbox One and Switch. Or sorry, Guacamelee 2 is going to come out on PS4. PS4 first, and then Xbox One and Switch later. It'll probably be PS4 and Steam, and then Xbox One and Switch. That's not this year, is it? Uh, No, but they were. uh, Actually, I saw a tweet from the dev, I think it was earlier today, actually, where what it was was it was a graph of bug reports. (laughs) <laughs> and they have finally reached the point where the graph is starting to trend down. <laughs> so they're really happy about that. So I, I think it's it, it might be the end of the summer or, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to play that too. Mm-hmm. Guacamole was so good. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I actually bought an indie for my PS4, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guacamole too, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, next week, if all goes as planned, we are going to come up with all right. our wish lists for E3. And we're a couple of weeks off. We're surprised that we're, we're less than a month or just about a month away. Yeah, uh, almost exactly a month as of today. So, so we're going to kind of come up with short lists of what we want to see from Sony, Microsoft, <laughs> Nintendo, Bethesda, Ubisoft. Did I get them all? Thir- the big conferences? 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. That's all I fucking want. I want that. And you know what I'd really like? I'd like some gameplay of Ghost of Tsushima. 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 Tsushima? Tsushima. Yes. Ghost of Tsushima. I really want to see some gameplay of that. I want to see how that plays. I think Days Gone might be Sony's big thing for the end of the year. What else do they have? I mean, God of War is going to keep selling. Days Gone is 2019. Uh, So what's Sony's fall release? uh, Spider-Man. That's it? Well, that, that's the, the thing is, like, to you and me, that's it. But to a lot of people, that's a big deal. <laughs> I mean, I want to play it because I'm still jonesing for Spider-Man 2, which will never happen again. But I'm not going to buy it. I mean, that'll, that'll get played when it gets played. That's not on the list of, like, I need to play that now. Yeah, no, it's, it's not really on that list for me either. But I'm worried that a bunch of reviews are going to come out and say it's amazing. And I'll be like, oh, okay, then I'll check it out. But mm. but as of, as of right now, I'm not really hyped for it. But what was that other game that I wasn't hyped for at all? And then reviews happened, and I was like, oh, I gotta get it. I think it was God of War. It was actually God of War that I was yeah. not, I was not really that excited for God of War. And then, and then the previews and the trailers started happening, and I was like, what's happening in my oh. pants? I don't understand this. <laughs> Someone explain. I got Kratos in my pants. What's going on? Petrification. <laughs> so that's the plan for next week. We're gonna come up with this, just the wish list. I tell you right now, Rage 2 would not have been on my wish list, but I don't think I'll be terribly disappointed. I mean, uh, would I prefer Doom 2? Yeah. But I'll take Rage 2. Well, maybe Rage 2 is just the internal name for Doom 2. Ooh, double switch. All right. All right, so next week, Alex will be back. Hopefully. Hopefully. Got to be done working for the man sometime. Maybe. <sighs> working in a cool man. You got to go chance thank you for talking my pleasure thank you everybody for being here we will see you in a week